Dear listeners, welcome to Faces of Digital Health, a podcast about digital health and how healthcare systems around the world adopt technology with me, Tiasha Zaitz. Unsafe medication practices and medication errors are a leading cause of injury and avoidable harm in healthcare systems around the world. There's over 5,000 solutions available on the market to help patients with medication adherence, and there are several solutions related to warning physicians about drug interactions and helping them with prescribing. And among the younger companies in the field is ExactCure, a digital health startup from France, addressing the challenge of preventing negative effects of medications with the help of a digital twin. The company's digital twin simulator shows the effects and interactions of drugs in the body of an individual. They take into account any data that the patient can provide, from basic personal characteristics such as age, gender, if a person smokes or not, or more complex ones that require some test results such as the kidney status, genotype, and other individual parameters that have a proven influence on a specific medication. I spoke with Fabian Asnik, Chief Business Development Officer at ExactCure, and Margot Kerhaus, Business Developer at ExactCure. They shared the company's journey, partnerships, the problem they're solving, and how their solution could fit into existing prescribing workflows. This is the second out of 12 episodes supported by EIT Health Germany. EIT Health Germany is one of eight knowledge and innovation communities currently funded by the European Institute of Innovation and Technology. EIT Health Germany connects 150 renowned partners from industry, research and education from Germany, Austria and Switzerland. So if you're a startup from this region, working in the field of digital health or biotech and don't know EIT Health Germany yet... I would encourage you to visit eit-health.de to find more about innovation, acceleration and education programs. There's quite a lot of them and a few deadlines close in March, so do check out the website soon. ExactCure participated in several EIT Health Germany programs. Among others, you will hear about Startups Meet Healthcare Providers program, which bridges the gap between startups and clinicians. This can have a massive effect on the speed of innovation because it often takes a long time for innovators to really test their solutions in practice. To learn more about the program, again, go to the link in the show notes. Now let's hear the discussion with Fabian and Margot. Margot and Fabian, welcome. Medication management is a global challenge with costs related to medication errors estimated at 42 billion American dollars. So there's various solutions that are addressing the issue from the patient adherence side, from the doctor's side, making systems interoperable. Let's start with what the story of Exact Cure is. So it's a four years old startup. Take us through the, the history of what you've done so far. Of course. So everything started back in 2015 between our CEO, Frederic Dayon, and the Professor Philippe Boone, uh, who is now part of our advisory board. And Philippe was actually telling uh, Frederic that when he teaches his medical, a student always asks what they should do when a patient has both a renal insufficiency and is obese. 
because the dose should be reduced in patients with renal problems and should be increased in obese patients. And Philippe uh, could never really offer a quantitative response to his students. And that's where the idea first originated. So a couple of years later, in 2018, uh, Exacure was founded and we developed a solution to personalize medication treatment to properly use drugs and avoid medication errors because there is a global medication error problem. And in France alone, inappropriate medications kill five times more than road traffic accidents and cost 10 billion euros to the French public healthcare system. And the major reason behind this is that everyone is different. And so everyone will react differently to drugs. And so each individual needs a treatment that is personalized to their specific characteristic and need. And so what we developed is a digital twin that simulates the concentration of drugs in the blood of patients based on their personal characteristics like age, weight, gender, liver and renal function and genotype. And we help patients avoid underdoses, overdoses, and drug-drug interactions. Mm -hmm. I believe that the profile of the three co-founders really makes sense here and gives an idea of what Exacure is about. Because Frédéric, as Margot said, is a pharmacist. He's a former teacher of pharmacology. And Sylvain is a mathematician, a pure researcher in mathematics has a PhD in applied mathematics. Those two profiles illustrates the fact that Execure, we apply very innovative mathematic tools, mathematical tools to the world of pharmacology. This is our core expertise. Margot, you mentioned that uh, the predictions that your software does are based on the digital twin, so the data that the patient provides. Can we touch that a little bit further? So where does the data uh, come from? And given that digital twins are quite popular uh, in the current research to improve uh, medicine, what exactly do you refer to when talking about a, a digital twin? Yeah, so the definition of a digital twin is the virtual representation of something or someone. And in our case, we build the patient's digital twin. So we ask patients and healthcare professionals to fill in their personal characteristics and medical profile in our proprietary solution. So we have a mobile app for patients and a, a web interface for healthcare professionals. And from this, we create a patient digital twin and we can from then simulate this specific patient, how this specific patient will react to a specific drug. And so the data used to build the patient digital twin are his own personal characteristics and his medical profile. But then how do we personalize medication treatments once we have a patient's digital twin? Basically, we build a pharmacokinetic and a pharmacodynamic model for each medication based on data that is published in the literature. So for those who are unfamiliar, pharmacokinetics or PK is the study of the fate of the drug once it enters and leaves the body. And the pharmacodynamics or PD is the action or effect of the drug uh, once it's in the body. And so Exacure aggregates all the data that we find in one or multiple sources of the literature to create what we call the meta-models of drugs. So that means that a single drug model uh, can integrate data from multiple sources and the impact of multiple patients' characteristics on the fate and the effect of the drug. And then once we've built a model for a medication, we can use the patient characteristics to personalize individualized treatments specifically to them. We need to manage expect expectations here. What we don't do at Exacture, um, very often people 
think that uh, a digital twin, they're right, is a 3D model of something, of a robot or a factory or here a human body. This is not what we are doing at Exactior. We don't do a 3D model of a body with a heart and lungs and everything. What we model is the drug and we apply those characteristics, patient's characteristics to the model of the drug. What happens if the patient only knows his weight and he doesn't have a gene test to input the data to know uh, what the um, pharmacogenomic uh, impact could be or the renal function that you mentioned? It's very simple. We use the data we have. So the more data, better the model and the simulation. But if we only have weight, then we will use only weight and age and keep all other variables equal to the average value. You also offer these predictions and decision support on a mobile app. So it's basically two solutions, right? One is for doctors and one is for the patients. And when it comes to the patients, I really wonder how do you differentiate from what's already in the market to improve patient adherence? Because it's a years-long problem, medication adherence from the patient side. And with 5,000 medication adherence apps on the market, there's clearly um, a lot of people have tried to solve it. So why do you think you're going to make it? Yeah, so we're not like other uh, medication adherence apps on the market. So patients on our app will receive pill reminders, uh, for example, to promote uh, better adherence to treatment. But adherence is only an add-on to our core technology. So it's not exact cure's core focus. What we focus on, our core value, are our personalized drug simulation. So we put a simplified and user-friendly version of an industrial in silico uh, modeling technology directly into the hands of the end users that it can benefit, so patients and healthcare professionals. And so I'm just going to tell you some of the functionalities of both interfaces to show you how we differentiate from maybe any other uh, medication adherence app on the, on the patient app. Uh, they can use it so to visualize the effect of their medication so they can be prescribed or over the counter and be warned of potential underdoses, overdoses and drug interactions. And we represent this vi visually uh, with a clock. So around the clock, there are shades of green, orange, and red. And when the exterior of the clock turns green, it means that the drug is, everything's okay with the treatment. However, when the clock turns orange or red, that means that the patient is at risk of an overexposure to this. Mm -hmm. is just to say, this is our, really our core value, all these personalized drug simulations. And then they also have access to other functionalities like questionnaires where they say how they feel from a scale to one to 10. There's the medicine cabinet management, their medication history, the pill reminder, simplified access to drug leaflets. And everything that the patient does on their mobile app is seen by their healthcare professional on the web interface if they to share their information with the healthcare professional of their choice. And healthcare professionals can use their dedicated web interface to run simulations for different uh, scenarios by adjusting the time and the dose uh, to find the best personalized treatment pathology for each uh, patient. And they can also access their patient's histories, their past medication intake. Uh, they can see whether their patient was actually adherent to the treatment and their answers to questionnaires. And so they'll be also able to monitor them remotely and in real time. Yeah, the key is that in order to improve adherence, we provide value to the patient, immediate value. Mm -hmm. That's a key differentiator because the patient using the app gets immediate value back 
from his input. So if he says and keeps track of all the drugs he takes or she takes, then if she takes a, a drug now and if the simulation turns red, she knows now that she should not take the drug and she will avoid medication errors right now. And that's a very specific value to exact you. We are the only, we are the only one in the world to do that. This is the first time in history that someone can monitor the effect of drugs in their body or in his body or her body. Uh, it's without this. Nowadays, we are currently at the state of taking drugs is, is like driving a car with no dashboard. And we provide at Exacture, we provide a drugometer, like a speedometer to control the use of drugs. This is the first time in history. You mentioned that uh, the recommendations are done based on the existing literature and uh, pharmacogenomics is in many cases still in early development. There's probably also a different relevance of these recommendations for different medications. So do you perhaps know how many medications do you actually cover from all the medications? that exist. There's around 5,000 drugs in the world at the moment, I think. Yeah, in France, actually, there are over 10,000 drugs on the market, which represents much less molecules, but it's just because there's so many of the same generic brands, etc. And so at the moment, we um, simulate 3,000, over 3,000 drugs on the markets today. Is there a, a specialty that uh, you see that this could be most useful for for at the moment with the current database that you support? Yes, the, this is the tactics of Exacture in terms of how do we grow the database of drug models? We cover pathology by pathology and we will increase indication by indication. We started with pain management and rheumatology. Now we are working on some cancers. We are preparing projects on some um, cardiovascular diseases. We have done a project as well on neurology and psychology, psychiatry. And then we will also address lung diseases, COPD, as well as orphan drugs and rare diseases. Can you tell me a little bit more about the partnerships uh, that you have? So the research that's published on your website is around kidney cancers with a hospital in Paris. Then you're working on chronic inflammatory rheumatism. So a little bit more about um, what's researched in the practice beyond the general big vision of where this could go. Of course. So our collaboration with the Hospital of Cochin in Paris is the most advanced today. And we're working on kidney cancer. And we so we created models for two drugs. And these drugs have a lot of either have a lot of adverse drug events a narrow therapeutic index, uh, which means that there's only a small difference between the therapeutic and the toxic doses, or are known to have significant inter-individual variability in response, which means that one patient can completely differ in response compared to another. And the particularity of this project is that we are investigating the use of integrating patient feedback to improve the models and make them even more fine-tuned and personalized to patients. So for example, the feedback that we uh, use is the plasmatic concentration of uh, the drug and neutrophil count, uh, for example. And when we integrate this feedback, we see exactly how the patient has actually reacted to the drug and that will help our algorithm uh, learn and readjust. And so this leads to a very precise knowledge of each patient and to have simulations with an unprecedented level of personalization. So that's the case of the Hospital of Cochin. 
And then in the case of chronic inflammatory rheumatism, we have a project, well, we did a project uh, with the University Hospital of Montpellier, which was financed by EIT Health. And so what we did is we tested the usability and the user experience of both our solutions by patients with rheumatology disorders and their rheumatologists. And we found that this patient population was actually very keen in using a, a mobile app on in their everyday medical journey. And we found that after three months of use, over 50% of patients uh, use their mobile app at least once a week, with some using it more than once a day. And after uh, during the study, two thirds of the, the, the patients used the app regularly. And so we also found that the patients also confided a lot into their digital twin, their mobile app. They would answer questionnaires. They would use the free text box space that we allowed, to, that we had in the mobile app. And they would say the symptoms that they experienced, they, what they did during the day, if they had any adverse events, and how cause they knew that the information that they would provide in their mobile app would be seen by their rheumatologists on their web interface. And so they were really, they really wanted to say everything that happened so that the next time that they see their doctor, there really is this history of everything that they experienced during the time that they didn't see their doctor. And so these are the two projects that you mentioned. And then Fabian also said before, but we also have a lot of discussions with other healthcare professionals and hospitals in various therapeutic areas. There's epilepsy, transplant recipients, pain management, et cetera. You know what, regarding the, so the patients that used our yeah. app the in rheumatology, the, the one paid by or financed by EIT Health. Even two years later, almost, we are still receiving emails from those patients telling us, thank you very much. I'm still using it and it helps me every day. Two years later, that's very, it's a warm message. We like it. Yeah, it, it's encouraging. And I really would like to learn more about the partnerships uh, that you're getting because you're a startup. It's really difficult sometimes to get to the right healthcare professionals to help you develop uh, and use the clinical tools in practice so you can make sure that what you're developing is something that would be clinically relevant for a broader set of professionals. And uh, one of the programs that you participate in with EIT Health Germany is Startups Meet Healthcare Providers. So can you tell me a little bit more about that, your involvement with with EIT Health and how does it uh, help you uh, on your startup journey? Yeah, so yeah, last year we were we participated in two programs, so the Startups Meet Healthcare Providers and also the Startups Meet Pharma program. And so we were selected by a hospital in for the healthcare providers one and by Merck, the pharma program. And honestly, it was such a great experience because there were different modules over the course of the program. And it started with a first module for coaching and training in specific areas related to the program. So more healthcare based for the healthcare providers one and more pharmaceutical industry based for the pharma industry. And then during modules two and three, we had the, the opportunity to discuss so with the stakeholders that selected us for the program. So with Merck and with the Hospital of Zagreb and learn more about their specific needs and their interests uh, and how maybe we could fit in with those. And we were also given the chance to discuss with the other uh, participating healthcare providers and pharmacist companies to present our company and solutions. So it was a great way to have a first contact with these, with these stakeholders. 
And so following the Startups Meet Healthcare Providers program, we were, so we're still in contact with the Hospital of Zagreb and we're developing a project together, uh, which will allow us to further test and validate our solution in a real context of use. We haven't yet started the project. We're still, we're still elaborating on that and search for financing, but that is already a, a great way and it's great that it's going this far however on the other hand for the startups meet pharma program we were unfortunately not selected by Merck to pursue further because they had an interest in solutions that were very specific to multiple sclerosis whereas our technology is very well it can be adapted and scaled to any therapeutic area and they had other um interests. To them. And also the last step of the uh, program was to pitch our solution to in front of a jury of stakeholders that we didn't meet before. So it was other pharmaceutical companies, healthcare centers, innovation hubs. And Exacu was actually one of, of the one of the three companies to win the pitch session for the healthcare providers program. So that was great. We can go to the EIT Health Summit in May, I think. <laughs> so that's going to be cool. And I would really recommend this program to startups who are maybe more early phase um, in the context that they could really benefit from the extra training, maybe in the pitches, the, the coaching, the training in business and stuff. And from the, uh, and from the analysis, a more in-depth analysis of maybe the healthcare sector, the pharmaceutical industry, their needs, how they are willing to adopt innovations and things like that. So I think that would be very beneficial to more early phase startups and also to startups, of course, that are interested in building and creating relationships with uh, stakeholders that I guess have some decision-making possibilities, opportunities in the pharmaceutical company or the hospital. We mentioned two of the EIT health programs we benefited from, but we started our history with EIT health in the first place because we also benefited from other programs. First, we were part of the EIT Health Head Start program. That was our first acceleration program ever. Then we are also right now um, a member of EIT Health Health Investors Network. They're helping us uh, raise funds. We are we have been mentored by uh, EIT Health mentors in the past and we are being mentored at the moment by a German mentor helping us address the German market. So there's much more than what we just mentioned from EIT Health for Exacture, and we are really thankful for this. Yeah, addressing all the, the sides, the medical side and uh, basically the business side. I want to go back to the whole design of the app to understand a little bit better how it would fit to healthcare providers. So you mentioned You've got the app that's available in the browser for healthcare providers. Is that the only way that uh, doctors can reach information at the moment? Or are you also working on any integrations so the app could appear already inside the medication management systems or electronic health records? Yeah, so our personalized uh, simulations can be visualized so on our own uh, proprietary interface, so the web interface for healthcare professionals but it can also be integrated into a third-party interface via an API. This is actually, for example, what we've done with Vidal, so the French leader of medical information. We integrated so our personalized simulations into one of their interfaces, which is used by medical professionals in hospitals, and it's called... So we've not yet integrated our simulations into an electronic prescribing system or electronic health records, but it is something that we can do and will do in the future. 
Yeah, because here you have to understand the big, the public has to understand that our core job at Exacure is to provide personalized drug simulations as a service. This being said, any channel allowing us to reach the end user, the healthcare professional or the patient is good for us. That's why we want to integrate into third-party platforms like Vidal and we're right now um, working on more partnerships so that they can we can leverage their market presence uh, and reach more users. And did you do any research in terms of who the majority of the end users would actually be? Because in the hospital settings, yes, doctors prescribe the medications, but then the clinical pharmacists are often the ones that do the rigorous checking if everything's okay with interactions and the dosage and just everything related to patient safety on top of the prescription. Yes, absolutely. And that's why we do address specifically the pharmacists in hospitals as well. And Vidal, as we just mentioned, is actually a tool that's used by pharmacists mainly in hospitals at Kosha, the program we mentioned. And at the hospital of Nice, we are being used by pharmacists in the hospital. Is there anything that you could uh, identify as the greatest challenges that you see, that you identified in making your solution a market success? Yeah, so I think we can both agree with Fabian that the biggest challenge is the risk aversion of the healthcare system in general, because adopting innovations by healthcare stakeholders is challenging. They would rather much continue using traditional practices because they're afraid of outcomes because there's the lives of patients um, in their hands so they are scared of doing anything kind of different and that's also the case for pharmaceutical companies which we see a lot when we when prospecting with and it's also hard for a startup to be adopted by all relevant stakeholders on the market so the public healthcare system insurance companies healthcare professionals patients etc and that only reinforces the complexity of the healthcare uh, market, because as a startup, we don't necessarily have all the resources or manpower uh, to go and be everywhere at once. So those are the biggest challenges I think we encounter with uh, Fabian. Given the challenges that you mentioned, I really wonder what's your roadmap or what's your big plan on how to tackle those? The priority in, uh, until now was to develop and um make publicly available our own interfaces for healthcare professionals and patients because we wanted the world to know what it looks like. Because explaining what we're doing, like personalized drug simulations, without a, being able to show them is difficult. Now we have that. But to answer your question, what's ahead of us is really to set ourselves and position ourselves exact cure as the world leader in personalized drug simulations as a service. We want everybody in the near future, within five years, willing to run a personalized drug simulation. Healthcare professionals, patients, health insurance systems, pharmaceutical companies, to think about execute and say, okay, I need a personalized drug simulation now because this patient is very complex to, to treat. I'm calling execute. 
What kind of partnerships are you looking at uh, when growing uh, your ideas? Because there's a lot of uh, different approaches to medication management, as I said in the beginning. So I'm assuming that you're also looking at what already turned out to be successful and what kind of uh, market needs are actually successfully addressed and which aren't. The, the thing is, we provide an API to call our personalized drug simulations. We already mentioned a few partnerships we have. Vidal is one. We are also working with bigger or other companies like Elsevier in the world and other third-party platforms providing medical information to hospitals, healthcare professionals, patients. But there's one we are very proud of. The latest one is Tabula Raz Healthcare. It's a US-based company. They provide multi-drug interaction information. That's very useful for pharmacists and doctors to adapt doses and treatments to specific patients. And they will provide multi-drug interaction information to Exacture. We will integrate this information together with age, weight, and renal status and other characteristics of the patient into our simulations. And we will send back a PKPD, a pharmacokinetic pharmacodynamic curve, back to the healthcare professional to very easily and immediately visualize what is the impact of all those drugs that the patient is taking on one specific drug. So in one second, everything will be integrated. Personal characteristics of the patient, other drugs, influence of other drugs on this specific drug. That's going to be uh, very useful for healthcare professionals. Yeah, because what we'll be able to do is really quantify the different interactions between a multitude of drugs. So for example, if a patient takes five drugs, we'll really be able to quantify the interaction between these five drugs. And that's what's really new and innovative with this partnership. One thing was very interesting to me before when you said that uh, basically the biggest challenge is risk averseness of medical professionals for novelties that are not yet confirmed in 10 or 20 hospitals. But actually, I was thinking that another challenge is actually also present, and that's the change in the whole prescribing pattern that the doctor has. At the moment, they just prescribe the drugs or type them in a system, and now you're basically asking them to use another system on top of what they're already doing. So it's changing their workflow a little bit. So uh, in that uh, regard, uh, did you come to any interesting findings in the research in France that you did so far? We did speak to U.S. hospitals as well a long time ago. They, yeah, they said they had seen so many different solutions in their lives, but this one was very specific. That was the good news. They had never seen that before. But they are very pragmatic and want to see the results right now and the economic impact. And we have not yet measured what is the economic impact. So we will go to the U.S. hospitals a bit later. And back to your first question regarding changing the workflow of doctors, say. This is so true. And we are acutely aware of this, of this part of this problem. And that's why we want to integrate to third-party platforms. That's why we want to integrate into the software that you are using now to prescribe. And maybe when they make a specific prescription, run an alert or send an alert or run a simulation only and if and only if we see there should be a simulation run to show the doctor or the pharmacist, hmm, pay attention here because what you are prescribing now 
can actually be a problem. And that would be integrated okay. in the same software, same system. We mentioned that uh, there's a lot of solutions that are addressing medication management, but I forgot to ask um, who do you observe as your closest competitors and what kind of approaches did you uh, see in your own market research when you were thinking about the solution that you are designing? Yeah. And the, what we consider to be our closest competitors are companies providing PK, pharmacokinetic simulations, personalized PK simulations to healthcare professionals because our core technology is around running simulations, PK simulations. So the drug within the body of the patient. Those companies are mainly in the US. Some of them, at least one, is in Europe. Two of them in Europe. However, we differentiate because they usually, all of them, uh, run one simulation at a time, meaning they get one model from the literature and they run this model. At Exacture, we aggregate different models that we found in the literature into one single model, which is the aggregated model. We call it a meta model. And this model is much more, is much richer than any of the single models we integrated in the first place. And that has been demonstrated. We have been publishing posters and we have been exposing our technology and the superiority of our technology at uh, pharmacology symposiums. And we are about to publish an article in a very well-known pharmacology magazine around this. Second, they usually cover only a few dozens of, um, of drugs, where we already cover more than 3,000. Third, they only address the healthcare professional. They run simulations for the healthcare professional. They run simulations for the healthcare professional alone. Where, where we also involve the patient. And we believe this connection between the patient and the healthcare professional makes sense and is actually useful to better treat the patient. That's how we differentiate from those competitors. And since yeah. we believe our technology is unique actually in the world, we don't consider them as competitors, in fact. We consider them as partners and we are really trying to integrate our simulations into their systems. I find the the fact, you know, that you are basically addressing patient education very interesting because I think that oftentimes when patients get uh, medications, um, sure, you're, you're, you might or you might not read the instructions of medications and, you know, the side effects and things that you should be um, uh, careful about. And uh, with this, you can actually get a better understanding of what you're actually taking. So a mistake doesn't happen just because of uh, a lack of awareness. Absolutely. And maybe even your doctor doesn't know what other medications your other doctor prescribed to you. And you are the only one to know as a patient. And you are the only point of connection. This is the only way we can know all the drugs you're taking by you as a patient entering this information into your digital twin. This is the only place where we can actually run the scene. We we talked about the, the challenges with workflows that change if we add these kinds of solutions to the clinical practice. 
there's the patient risk and the risk averseness of the medical practitioners. So from that perspective, I really wonder who are the doctors that you managed to find as partners that are looking at your solutions, that are testing it out. So are we talking about doctors that you've got really good relationships with? Are these doctors that are super interested in health tech? So, you know, how do you bridge that? The doctors coming to us are early adopters. They are willing to use innovative technologies. And in fact, just last week, we received two incoming emails, unsolicited emails from doctors asking, I noticed your solution. I read about it in a magazine or I heard about it at an event. And I'm wondering, could I use it? And I would like to integrate your solution, exact your in a pro- project or program I'm actually working on. And that's happened with, uh, with a hospital in Paris in uh, pain management. They are the leader in France of pain management. They came to us and asked us, can we use your technology in our project, current project? And last week, he was in Lyon, the hospital of Lyon, in car- for cardiovascular diseases. One of the doctors, he's preparing a Horizon Europe project, and he thinks there's room for Exacure in his overall project with European partners. So somehow they notice us, they come to us because they think it's very disruptive what we offer. And the other way around, thanks to Vidal and our partners, we have access to some hospitals. Vidal knows already which pharmacists, by the way, or doctors are willing to try these kind of solutions. So they introduce us. You've been listening to Faces of Digital Health, a proud member of the Health Podcast Network. If you enjoyed the show, do leave a rating or a review wherever you get your podcast. And to browse through other episodes as well, visit our website, www.facesofdigitalhealth.com. Stay tuned.